is the H&H podcast and my name is Heather Taves and I am here with my beautiful co-host who doubles as my sister. I do double as your sister (laughs) (laughs) and her name is Heidi Bolt. Yep, that's me. Heidi Heidi Lynn Bolt. Yes. We get told that our name sounds like a superhero name. It does. I mean, in the drive-thru all the time, people are like, that is a cool name. But specifically my husband, because his name is Kip Bolt. Right, Kip Bolt. So they always think it's a really cool name. Right, but isn't he the one who people always call him some random name and it's the same name? Jeff. They call him Jeff. Like like random people on, like from the bank or from It's just weird. Like insurance. You, uh, well, like when you go through the drive-thru and they say, can I have a name for your order? And he says, Kip. <laughs> they'll say, they'll pause and they'll say, okay, thanks, Jeff. Or we have no idea. It's the weirdest thing. I mean, Jeff and Kip don't even rhyme. I think people thought we were making it up for the longest time. And then we had people in our back seat while it happened. And everyone just (laughs) cracked up. The poor man on the microphone thought we were laughing at him. But so we don't know. It's this weird, weird thing. Everyone thinks he's saying Jeff. That's so funny. I know. Oh, my goodness. Well, our last name is just... There's no, there's not even a chance. People everywhere, people are just like, um, toes. And then they look at you funny, like they're being offensive. And you're like, "Uh uh-huh. Yeah. (laughs) And I correct them all the time. Yeah. Because I, I mean, I've only had the last name for 17 years. Only 17 years. Only 17 years. (laughs) But my husband, I mean, he's had that last name for his whole life, 40 years. Yeah. He doesn't correct him. Yeah. He just is like, yeah, yeah. So it's really funny because I'm like, I really don't want to be known as Heather Toes. I would sure. like to be known as Heather Taves. So I correct people. Yeah. Have you ever thought about correcting, like changing the spelling? No. No. It's fun to be interesting and yeah. unique. Different. Yeah. You know, and yeah. cause people to go, hmm. Actually, it opens up pretty cool conversations too because, um, you know, then you can talk to them about your name and yeah, and ask them about their name. Well, and there's a professional hockey player, Jonathan Taves. Right now, people are very familiar with. Correct. Because he's very successful. Especially in this area because we're near Chicago. Yeah. So now I've noticed a few times I've been with you, it's becoming way more prevalent for people to go, oh, Taves? Yeah. And then they'll go, are you related? And And so they recognize the spelling and the name. Totally. So, Names are kind of funny though, aren't they? Because they're so, like we're so wrapped up in in our name. Like Like it's our whole identity. Right. And you think about in Bible times, your name was often defined, like defined you. Sure. And now the meaning of your name doesn't so much define you. Right. But. Right. Um, the other day, I ran into someone that I had not seen for about 20 years. Mm-hmm. And she was, she's an older woman. And I immediately, she was with someone and I accidentally introduced myself as Heidi Bennett. Are you serious? And I think it's because in my mind, I knew her when I was Heidi Bennett. Yeah. And I have not known her since I became Heidi Bolt yeah. 14 years ago. yeah, And I cracked up and she laughed and I was like, oh my goodness, mm-hmm. my mind just put me right back mm-hmm. in, you know, 18-year-old Heidi right. world. Well, my and, daughter, my seven-year-old daughter the other day said, mom, when I get married, I am not changing my name. I don't oh. want to have to change my name. And I said, oh, I said, I understand that. Like that feels like a scary thing to a seven-year-old. Yeah. But I said, I promise you, if you find the right man, that God brings, you'll want to change your name yeah. to, to be to have his name. Yeah. Speaking of that, so I'm not going to be able to let my, my son hear this part of the episode because he might be annoyed, but he's six. <laughs> so the other day at breakfast, we're sitting there, I'm making breakfast, and our six-year-old looked at our three-year-old, 
And he said, Wilder, do you think you'll ever fall in love? <laughs> and Wilder said, yeah, fur, which means, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah fur. And he goes, huh. Well, if I ever fall in love and get married, I am just telling the girl, here's the deal. <laughs> we can get married, but we're living with my mom and dad. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. I love it. Oh, and I started cracking up, and he's like, what? Mom, Dad told me I can live with you guys forever if that's what I want. Oh. I said, yes, that's correct. You can. I love that our kids want to stay with us forever. I know. That'll change in a few years. I told him, I said, you'll change your mind when you're older. He's like, no, I will not. You can remind him of that. Yeah. Well, we'll have a podcast to prove it. <laughs> That's true. That's so true. So. Well, if you are new to the H&H Hour, maybe this is your first time and you're like, what are these girls babbling on about? <laughs> hopefully, hopefully you haven't turned us off yet. Um, but this hour is just to highlight the beautifully ordinary life mm-hmm. that we live. And there's nothing extravagant about most of your lives and definitely not about our lives, but we want to strive to find the extraordinary in the ordinary Mm -hmm. and really be present in what is right in front of us right now. And so that's what this hour is about. And Heidi, a lot of times we have guests on. Mm Mm-hmm. We've got some awesome guests coming up, but then a lot of times it's just you and me sitting on the couch having a chat. So a couple months ago, we opened up um, or we asked our listeners like, hey, what do you want to hear? What are topics you want to hear? And we got some awesome feedback. We get Mm -hmm. some people that said, hey, talk about this or talk about that. Um, So we're going to hit some of those topics tonight and it might be a little all over the place. Sure. Because there's a lot of different topics. But... It's like a real conversation. <laughs> Just sitting right? and having a combo. Right. Yeah. Going, you know, your husband's looking at you like, okay, how many topics are we going to hit tonight? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> So one of the first things that I wanted to talk about is just seasons. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know we've covered this before, but I think it's always so good to, to go back to it and remind ourselves and refresh because the reality is, is we're constantly in changing seasons. And right. I'm not talking about winter, or fall, summer, and spring. Right. I'm talking about the seasons of our lives. And the Bible actually has a lot to say about seasons. Mm-hmm. Um, it talks about seasons of rest and it uses planting as an analogy for that. You know, in the Bible it talked about planting a field for a certain amount of years and then letting it rest Mm -hmm. for a certain amount of years and uh, seasons in our life and how we can go through hard seasons or seasons of wilderness where Mm -hmm. it feels like everything is dry and and desolate. Um, We can go through seasons of extreme joy and um, maybe seasons of just peace where we, where everything feels kind of easy, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and at peace. Um, So, You've been through, we've been very open, you've been very open with our listeners mm-hmm. about the seasons that you've been in recently, and um, do you feel like your faith has grown in this season, or do you feel like it's just stayed steady, or do you feel like it's been harder? Um, that's a great question. I think that it's kind of a unique position for me, because I think one of the strongest gifts God's given me is faith. Mm -hmm. Um, And we were raised in a really strong faith family. So it's always been spoken over us just that we can truly trust God through anything. And, um, you know, I'll just be honest. Sometimes I have to check myself because I can tend to have that response of like, hey, it can always be worse. worse. Like we can just faith this. Right. Um, And so I have to be careful not to kind of project that on people around Mm -hmm. me of like, Hey, don't sulk. It could be worse. Yeah. Um, but 
I would definitely say that my faith is always growing. I wouldn't say that necessarily walking through this has um, been like this massive eye-opening experience, mm-hmm. um, but mostly because it's just been such a constant journey of building my faith for many, 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 mm-hmm. many years. That foundation that was already established. Yeah. 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 So it's not as if I were, you know, was like had fallen away from God and needed this awakening or anything. Right. Um, I think it was more just the reminder that God is so detailed mm-hmm. in the way he cares for us mm-hmm. and that he, you know, I think being a woman that's in ministry, I see a lot of people walk through a lot of really difficult things. Right. And there is kind of that temptation to think like, man, there's a lot of people that need healing much more than I need it. Right. Um, but yet to know that it's not as if God is going to run out of the, the, the healing power. Right. right. So it's available to all of us. Mm-hmm. And so, um, I definitely feel like I was just reminded mm-hmm. that God really loves me yeah, and that he's willing to act on my behalf. Um, and so that was a great, that was a great reminder. Yeah, And it's been interesting, Heather, because ever since I talked about the fact that I had been diagnosed with Hashimoto, um, which is a thyroid disease mm-hmm. um, and an autoimmune disease, I mean, the people have come out of the woodwork. Mm-hmm. All these people, even in my own life, that mm-hmm. I had no idea. Yeah. Um, people, I've been diagnosed for seven years and mm-hmm. three years, and some of my own cousins yeah. who are diagnosed with it, and I did not know that. Yeah. Um, and so that's been really interesting mm-hmm. just to hear, you know, different people talk about how, what they're doing, what's helped them, what they haven't tried or what mm-hmm. they have tried. Um, and for me, for those that are listening that have reached out and said, I'm going through this too, um, I think one of the biggest things that really did help me, other than just, uh, I, I really believe Jesus just healing me, mm-hmm. was cutting out gluten mm-hmm. out of my diet. Yeah. And I really didn't want to. Yeah. At all. Yeah. Not at all. But um, for whatever reason, it is just with that particular disease, it's really problematic. Yeah. So, and I've had a lot of people say to me that they've struggled with this disease for years and it's the one thing they've not been willing to do. Yeah. Um, it's a sacrifice. It is. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I, I mean, I I was off of it fully for about five months before I felt a really good four or five months. I'd have to I'd have to look at the calendar, but a really good result. Um, yeah. And feeling good consistently. Yeah. So. Well, I had someone say to me just today, like, what when when am I going to feel better? Like, when is this season going to be over? I'm t- I'm tired of being in this season. They're in a particularly hard season of their life for multiple reasons, some hurt from the past that's been dug Mm -hmm. up and some extenuating circumstances. And, um, you know, we just talked about how no matter what the season is, God is still good. Yes. And I think when we're in those harder seasons, Mm -hmm. we tend to forget that. Right. We tend to forget, we go more to the why is God allowing this to happen? Right. Why isn't he healing me? Mm -hmm. Why isn't he making that situation go away why isn't he restoring that relationship and the reality is is that we live in a fallen world sure and there is going to be you and i were just talking about this there is going to be troubles Mm -hmm. in this world yeah until jesus comes back Mm -hmm. and redeems it all and heals Mm -hmm. it all and in heaven we will get that perfectly peaceful Mm -hmm. no pain no sickness Mm -hmm. full of joy world right? right 
And I think that it is a matter of our hearts, Mm. you know, that no matter what season we're going through, that we're continually going, okay, God, what are you speaking to me and how are you good? And so Mm -hmm. with this friend of mine that I was talking to today, you know, at first there was just all all this negativity coming Mm -hmm. out of her and everything that was wrong and everything Mm -hmm. that was bad about the day. And I just stopped her and I said, okay, let's, let's switch modes here. Let's say five things that Mm -hmm. are good in your life right Mm -hmm. now. Let's say five things that you love about your life. And within two minutes, she had come up with five things, you know, and her perspective switched. And even though she's in a hard season, we were able to go, let's focus on the joy. Mm -hmm. Let's, let's realize that happiness often comes from circumstances. Yes. And can come, can come and go, but joy comes from Jesus. Yeah. That's something that I have been realizing in my own life recently is that, um, so we've talked a little bit about the fact that we are homeschoolers, that we homeschool right. our kids. And four and a half years ago, um, I would have said, mm, almost five years ago, I would have said, no, I did say, no, I'll never do that. I don't ever want to do that. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't because I didn't like homeschooling or I didn't think that it was a good path to take for some people. Sure. I just didn't think it was for me. Honestly, yeah. I didn't feel equipped to do it. Mm-hmm. And then God began to change my heart. Mm-hmm. And he began to put it on my heart as a calling. Yeah. Okay. And I think that there's a difference often between a passion and a calling. Yeah. I don't always think that they're the same thing. Sure. Sometimes your calling isn't something you're super passionate about. Yeah. And sometimes what you're passionate about isn't what God has called you to. Yes. And at that time, four and a half years ago, it was my calling, mm-hmm. but it was not my passion. Yeah. And please hear me. It was not that I was not passionate about my children. Right. It's that I wasn't passionate about being their educator. Well, I think it's important to know, though, Heather, because you are, whatever you put your mind to, you do it with excellence. Mm-hmm. And you don't do it haphazardly mm-hmm. and half-heartedly. Mm-hmm. And so I think you knew that if you stepped into this, yep. it was going to be a huge chunk of your life. Right. And the reality is, if you do it well, mm-hmm. it is. It is. It's a huge sacrifice. Mm-hmm. It is an awesome reward, but it's a huge sacrifice. Right. And so you knew that it wasn't just going to be like this, like, oh, we're going to stay in jammies and drink reheated coffee all day long while we read a few little books. Right. It's a big deal. Yeah. You know, it takes it's like over. A, it's a career, honestly, that you don't get paid for. Yes. And so during the school year, it takes over your entire life, mm-hmm. basically. Yep. And then during the summer months, you're planning about what are we mm-hmm. going to do next school year. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, it's it really is a very big deal. Right. When you made that decision to for step sure. into it. So I feel like for um, three full years of, of homeschooling, um, we're into our fourth year now, just mm-hmm. starting. I did it well, mm-hmm. I believe, but I did it as a calling. I did it mm-hmm. sort of as a, as a, this is what I'm called to do. This is what I have to do. Mm-hmm. And a few months ago, I would say towards the end of last year, last school year, I felt that switch. Hmm. And I felt it become a passion. What was the change, you think? Um, I think just allowing God to work in my heart Hmm. and to put something that was in front of me that he called me to do, change it from just being a calling to being a passion. Hmm. And, And truly, just letting God soften my heart towards it Mm -hmm. and and help like open my eyes to the beauty of what he had put in front of me and the joy that I had in front of me and the the freedom that I had to be able to be with my kids all of these 
all of this time. And you know, I always say one of the things I didn't like about taking my kids to school, because they were in private school for two years, was leaving them at the door and dropping mm-hmm. them off. And I would just like want to sit in my car and cry yeah. every day. I hated dropping them off. And it had nothing to do with the school. It was a great school, great teachers, great people there. Yeah, We still love them. But I missed my kids. And sure. so it was just a really cool thing. And I guess what I'm trying to say in all of this is that seasons change circumstances may change but god can also change your heart yeah so you might be in the exact same season Mm -hmm. my circumstances did not change i'm still home educating my kids but my heart changed and i was able to go god look at this and give me like give me so much joy in this that it becomes a passion yeah and that has been and i'm sure my kids can see a difference too yeah and it's a whole lot easier to go down to the schoolroom Mm -hmm. in the morning when it's a calling and a passion. Yes. And not just a calling. Yeah, that's so good. Um, and Heather, I think that for people that are maybe looking from the outside, you're really creative with the way you educate your kids and you put a lot of effort into it. And so, um, I, I mean, there's a lot of people that have mentioned to us, like, I want to come to your homeschool. Mm-hmm. I want to be um, in your in your homeschool. And I heard one of um, our sisters, our sister in loves, say to our kids the other day, she was talking to them about what they'd learned that day. And she was just saying... Guys, that is so awesome. Mm-hmm. Like my first grade, my second grade experience was not like that. Mm-hmm. You know, it wasn't bad, but it was not like that. That yeah. is so cool. And they were yeah. telling her what they had done. And um, But I want to tag on to the heart issue thing because mm-hmm. I feel like God has done a massive shift in my heart over the last year. Um, and I have to tread lightly because... Um, you know, I want to protect the people that that I'm that I have walked through this journey with. But so there's a some particular people in my life who are in my life for the the long run. Mm-hmm. And you know, there's some friends that if they're toxic towards you, right, you can, you can choose from, to be yeah. out of that relationship. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There are some people that you don't get that option. Yeah. And so there had been some really hard things that had been walked through over the last many, many, many years. And I was very hard-hearted towards the situation. And anytime I knew that we were going to need to interact, I would feel this like stoniness rise up within me. Mm -hmm. And maybe about, I don't know, nine or 12 months ago, I just started praying, Lord, you are going to have to fix this because I've done everything in my power to fix the way I feel when I'm around that situation. And it wasn't changing. And God gave me this verse, which I absolutely love. It's Ezekiel 60 or it's Ezekiel 36, 26. And he said, I will give you a new heart and I will put a new spirit in you. Mm-hmm. I will take out your stony, stubborn heart and I will give you a tender, responsive heart. Mm-hmm. And when he showed me that verse, I pictured that situation and I thought, yeah, there, there has been a lot of hurt there. Mm-hmm. And a lot of it is it's not excusable. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not right, but I can, I can control only how my heart feels right. towards it. Yep. And so I started to pray that over my own heart, mm-hmm. that God would remove the, the stony, stubborn heart that I had allowed to be there. Cause mm-hmm. that's what it is. Right. When we choose to, to harbor those feelings yeah. towards someone, it becomes a stubbornness. Of and like, that's no one else's fault, but or your yeah, own. Yeah. No matter what the offense has been, right. how it's we deal with heart. it yep. is is up to us. Yep. And I just started to pray, like, give me a tenderness and a responsive heart towards this situation. Mm. And I would genuinely have to say, and I shared with, with two women in my life outside of my sisters and mom that I was specifically praying for that situation. Mm-hmm. And um, 
I, I feel like I can go back to them now and say, like, this has changed. Mm-hmm. My heart has changed in this. And now it's not, it doesn't feel the same anymore. Mm-hmm. When I talk about the situation or when I recall the situation, yeah. it's different. Um, there's a tenderness there. And that's, that's only God. Yeah. Because I had done everything in my power, even to the point of having some professional counseling about it. Yeah. Um, so the key, the key or the common denominator between what I shared and what you shared is that we chose to pray about it. Yes. We chose to, yes, to maybe include some people that we trusted in the conversation, Mm -hmm. but to go to God with Mm -hmm. it and to say, okay, God, this is something that you have to do in me because I've tried everything on my own. Right. And that is what, that's how heart change comes. I have people, I've had people ask me, like, how do you, how do you get there? Mm-hmm. How do you get to that place where you have joy? Or how do you get to that place where you have freedom? Mm-hmm. You don't without God yeah. acting on your behalf. And cha- I mean, he's the only one who can. And it, it's mental too, because you have to tell yourself. Right. You have to fight off those bad thoughts. You have to take those bad thoughts that are coming in and replace them with good thoughts. That's right. And sometimes you have to do it as an actual action, just yeah. like I did today with my friend. Like, nope, stop. Yeah. Okay. What are five good things? Mm -hmm. And sometimes, you know, if you're a mom at home with littles and the days feel very long Mm -hmm. and it's a constant bad thought after bad thought after bad thought or, or frustration and, and maybe they're valid, Mm -hmm. replace them with good thoughts. Go around your house, walk around your house and find five things that bring you joy and speak them out loud. You know, five people in your life that bring you joy and write them a note. You know, what can you do that shifts the way you think. The mm-hmm. Bible talks a lot about our thoughts, mm-hmm. changing the way we think. Mm-hmm. And I believe that when we change the way we think, mm-hmm. the way we pray, our hearts change. Well, and the, the Bible talks a lot about the power of our words, that our words bring life and death. And who is the person that speaks the most words into ourself? It's us. Yeah, our It own is voices. our own voice. That's right. And so um, I think it's so interesting when, when Proverbs talks about the power of words, it's not just what we're speaking over others. It's yeah. what we're putting into ourselves, mm-hmm. the the self-speak. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think just knowing what what's, would I speak to someone else the way I'm allowing myself to speak to myself, yeah. the thoughts I'm allowing to come in. And I think specifically as a parent, when you start to get to that point where you see your children fighting that battle of, these are my good thoughts and these are the thoughts that are dragging me down and having to walk them through mm-hmm. that it it's reflecting on your own self of like right. am i doing this mm-hmm. you know am yeah. i choosing the thoughts that are only of god self-demeaning yeah mm-hmm. yeah and i i love someone quoted the other day that it, he said i cannot afford to have a thought in my mind yeah. that god does not have in his mind that's about right. me that's right and it was so powerful so mm-hmm. good yeah that would completely change our lives if we actually lived that way. Yeah, absolutely. Because most of the time, the bad, the wrong thoughts, no one else is thinking them about us. No. Very, very rarely are yeah. people actually thinking about, unless you're your arch enemy, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, but we are thinking them about ourselves. Yes. That's so yeah. good. The other thing I want to just mention about seasons is being okay that a new season has come. Yeah. Because I think a lot of times we try to hold on to the past. Or we long for the future. So being content in the season you're in, no matter what season it looks like, mm-hmm. recognizing that seasons do end and mm-hmm. new seasons begin. Yeah. Um, but being okay that there's sort of change just around the corner. Right. Um, and I kind of feel like I'm in one of those right now a little bit where God's bringing me into a, a, a more of a season of quiet mm. and of some rest and of 
pulling back a little bit. Mm -hmm. And I don't think it's because the things that I'm doing are wrong. I think the things that I've been doing for a long, for years, Mm -hmm. over a decade, Mm -hmm. are really, really, really good things. But I think he has something more for me. Mm -hmm. In order for me to have that, he needs me to to just lean into him, Mm -hmm. to kind of pull back and go, okay, it's God and Heather. And am I healthy? Is my is my heart ready mm-hmm. for the next thing? And so instead of fighting that, I mean like, no, I gotta keep going. I gotta stay on the, the treadmill of life. I've gotta stay on the treadmill of ministry. I've gotta keep pushing, 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 mm-hmm. going, okay, it's okay. I can slow down. Yep. I can say no to things. Mm-hmm. I can pass things on to people mm-hmm. and and rest and let God do a work in me that he probably can't do in me if I'm so busy rushing forward onto the next busy thing. Well, that's so cool head because that shows i know i would say probably a decade ago the desire the people pleaser desire in you yeah that kind of firstborn of like i don't want to disappoint anyone right um i don't think 10 years ago you would have been ready to make that decision Mm-mm. of going okay i am gonna i am gonna need to say no to some things that might people might be disappointed about no because honestly i would have felt like i needed people's approval mm. more than i needed to hear from god yeah and I'm just not there anymore. Yeah. I mean, definitely what people think of me still affects me. Don't hear. I think we all are affected by that sure. on some level. Yeah. But it used to be so much more important to mm-hmm. me. And almost that I needed to accomplish something, mm-hmm. uh, you know, um, establish myself or establish my name, going back to the names. <laughs> um, but now it's more about god i want to be ready for what it is that you have for me whatever that looks like right whatever's around the corner whatever the next season is and i don't think i will be if i don't pull back a little bit mm. and rest and take care of myself for and that, a while and that comes from wisdom you know wisdom and knowing yourself well enough mm-hmm. to know okay we do need a pause mm-hmm. or we do need a break. Yeah. Um, we do need some more white space. Yeah. And I've gone through seasons in my life where I've had to make that decision. Um, mm-hmm. And looking at those seasons, it's like, yep, it's a good thing I did because I yeah. would have probably crashed and burned in the next in one. that next mm-hmm. season that came. Yeah. You know, because we don't always know what's coming. We yeah. don't know what's ahead. So. And it's, I think seasons are like for me right now, it's a pull back, but sometimes it's a rev forward. It's a, a hit forward. the gas. Yep. It's step on the gas and let's go. Mm-hmm. It's be with more people, mm-hmm. love more people do more things Mm -hmm. you know and so being sensitive enough to the holy spirit Mm -hmm. to see where he's guiding you and leading you and then being okay with that yeah whatever that path looks like and and how exciting it is to know that if he's calling you to that season of a little more calm and Mm -hmm. quiet the person right next to you is maybe going to be picking up that slack that Mm -hmm. difference they're going to be pushing forward um and in turn, creating more leaders, creating right. more people that are pursuing mm-hmm. others. So yeah. I, I think just resting in the knowledge in that season of change that God cares about the people and the things that he is pushing forward, whether it's through his church or through ministry or through family or friends, mm-hmm. even more than we do because they're his creation. And so He he's got their back. Mm-hmm. He's got something prepared. And so just resting that he's got it, you know, that he's not going to drop the ball. You know, we do because we're human, but right. he doesn't. Right. He doesn't. So right. he's got it. We get to rest in, in the knowledge that he is so, so faithful. And he's he's a good father. Yeah. So yep. so the, the challenge for me then is to not become complacent. Yes. Because what happens when you, from experience and then from watching people walk through this, when you go into a season of rest or you go into a season that is not quite as busy or is, is more... Um, 
kind of pulled back, the reins mm-hmm. are pulled back a little bit, you can easily slip into complacency. Yes. You can easily fall into bad habits. Yeah. Of apathy. Apathy. Of, mm-hmm. Or just, you know, binge watching Netflix or yeah. um, you not staying engaged with your children mm-hmm. and getting on your phones or whatever, staying up too late or whatever it is, whatever mm-hmm. the thing is that trips you up. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's where I have to just really be on guard and stay in my stay in my Bible, mm-hmm. stay in the word of God and go, okay, I really do want to hear from God in this season. Right. So I do have to make sure that I don't just take the events off the calendar. I also quiet the noise that I'm able to quiet right. in my personal life. Be purposeful about mm-hmm. the break. Yeah. 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 That's really good. So I think that there's a lot of people that are going to be able to maybe not relate to this specific situation, mm-hmm. but to look at their own life and to kind of evaluate, mm-hmm. um, because I would say that I, I have sensed a lot of people, even recently, um, where I do think there is a little bit of too much timidity to be bold in what God has in front of them, mm-hmm. to step into it. Mm-hmm. And I think part of it is that um, a lot of people are just waiting for someone else to do it. Yeah. Thinking like someone else is going to carry the weight. Someone else is going to pick up the load. Yeah. Someone else is going to reach that person. Yeah. And the reality is, is no one else is coming mm-hmm. to do your calling yeah, on your life. Right. Like you're yeah. it, yeah. you know, you're the plan. Uh-huh. And um, so I think that's so important for some people to hear too. And on the flip side of that, I, I feel like there have been so many people in our life that have stepped into that and yeah. gone, okay, it is my time. It is time for me to be bold yeah. and to, to step forward and not wait for someone else to yeah. create a path for me, but yeah. to go, no, I know God's God is calling me. I'm going to do this. And yeah. that, like that just, oh, that makes me want to sing and shout because oh, that's what it's about. Like seeing people walk in boldness yeah. of their faith and their calling of what God, and for, and I am not talking about people that all of a sudden, you know, realize they have a stage to be on. Right. I am talking about moms yeah. who all of a sudden have just come alive yes. in their mom role yeah. and in their I'm going to have people in my home role or yeah. grandmas mm-hmm. who have stepped into these amazing serving roles, yeah. um, you know, or men who mm-hmm. have stepped up to lead their family, like yeah. just everyday ordinary roles that yep. they've gone, oh yeah, I'm engaged. I'm present. And I think the only common denominator in all of them is their heart condition Yep. and their pursuit of God's truth. Yep. Um, so, I, I mean, I really do think that's where it all comes from is where's our heart in what God's got in front of us. Yeah. I, I love one of our, one of our sweet friends. She's a listener. She's been a guest. Kate mentioned on her Insta stories the other day, mm-hmm. she had these pictures of her sweet four little kids. And she said, today I'm remembering to thank God for the things that I prayed so hard mm-hmm. for. Yeah. Um, you know, she walked through losing some children and then yep. being in the hospital for many months with her twins. And she said, I need to be so cautious to not let the busyness overwhelm me right. to forget like, God, I prayed so fervently for this. These are my answer And you prayers. gave them to yeah. me. And so I'm going to thank you for that. And yeah. I was, I was so proud of her because I thought that was so important um, for all of us to remember, not just moms, but in general. So often we pray for the things God grants it. And then, and then we, we kind of get them. complacent mm-hmm. about yeah. it. Yeah. Or we whine about them. Yeah. 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 And imagine how God, how it makes God feel. Right. You know, like, this is what you asked me for. And now you're whining about it. Right. Right. <laughs> it's a good thing I'm not God. Because I would just be like. We'd be too hard on people. I know. <laughs> it would be. Any, any human. Enough, 
any not human enough being. grace at all. Any oh, human man. would be too hard on yeah. people to be well, God. Only God. Only God can have that role. What are our other topics that we got thrown out? Oh, yeah. Okay. So, um, well, we hit some of them. Just living fully present in the moment. I think we, we kind of covered that a little yeah. bit. Um, man, I think that just goes back to choosing that. Just choosing to do that. Yeah. Put your phone away. Yep. Be present. Yep. If you're with someone, look them in the eye, mm-hmm. face to face. Mm-hmm. Listen to what they're saying. If it's with your kids, mm-hmm. ask them questions. You know, if they want you to do jumping jacks through the parking lot, by golly, do jumping jacks through the parking lot. <laughs> this is something that I have had to learn because mm-hmm. my my personality is one to just walk in a straight line as quickly as you can into the store. You know, like <laughs> there's no reason to dilly dally through the parking lot. Okay. Um. Because there's cars pulling, you got to be uh-huh. cautious, and yeah. you know I'm like just I'm on a mission, and mm-hmm. just let's do it. But my daughter has taught me that skipping into stores is actually really fun, mm-hmm. and to take time to do that. And so, whoever you're with, mm-hmm. engage in who they are as a person, yeah. and if it means skipping into a store, then skip into a store. Yeah, because have fun together, right? right? Mm-hmm. It's I do feel like there might be a little bit of a lack of fun mm-hmm. that's existing. And, and yes, there's a lot of hard things happening in our nation specifically. Yeah. yeah. But in the everyday moments of life is yeah. being able to share a laugh and right. like just, just have a good time yeah. and be lighthearted. And yeah. I think that that is so, I mean, it's so fun to be around people that are lighthearted and that are positive. And Well, tonight we were in a restaurant with your family and with my family and it was a Mexican restaurant. Yeah. And so the music was just, you know, super fun, vibey. Yeah. Fun salsa music and every single one of us. Well, I'm not sure if your husband was, but <laughs> he was dancing us, on the inside. Even little Collins, yeah. who's one. Yeah. We were all moving our shoulders and dancing. Yeah. And, and it, it was so fun, you know, yeah. and we'd look over at Collins and we'd be like, dance Collins. And she'd shake her little shoulders and you couldn't help but dance. Yeah. And like, okay, so some, maybe sometimes there's not music playing, but play some music in your head. Like, yes. Like dance in your head, you know, yeah. and um, have fun, enjoy the moment. And I know there's a lot of hard moments in life. Yeah. There's plenty of hard moments in my life and plenty mm-hmm. of hard moments in your life. And we're actually walking through some extremely heavy, dark situations with multiple people in yeah. our lives right now. Yeah. Um, and, and the only hope that they have is Jesus. Right. Like there's not an answer in the world, right? No, that, no, that makes That makes it okay. Um, but Jesus. Right. And so... Finding that joy in yeah. those moments is so good. And I think, too, having the right people around you is mm-hmm. so important. If you don't have people that are speaking encouragement and life over you, mm-hmm. find some. Find them. Yeah. Yeah. Ask God specifically to send them into your path yeah. and to bring you those friendships who can do life with you. Yeah. And, you know, not just to do the day in and day out, but to really like know your heart condition to be able to speak that encouragement over yep. you. Yeah. Um, Find that person that you can call when you need to ask for a big prayer request. And yeah. then when you can call to give the praise report. That's right. You know, and that is so, I have a friend that is, that's, she's my person for that mm-hmm. besides you. Mm-hmm. And she, I know no matter what she will, she will cry with me. She will pray with me and she will laugh and rejoice with me. Yes. And it's never on her terms. Mm-hmm. It's always about, um, her celebrating my mm-hmm. joy. Yeah. And that is, that's invaluable. Yes. So find that person. Yeah. And if you don't have that person, pray for that person. Yeah. And and God will, he, he will bring that person into your life. He will. Yeah. So, well, Hyde, those are, that's a lot. 
mm-hmm. for one episode. I think that's enough for people to take in. Wrap it up. I feel like if we keep going, we'll just, you know. Too much info. Right. People Death will page. be just like, wow, that's way too much. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got a few more, but we can cover them next okay. time. Sounds good. So is there anything else you want to add as we wrap this one up? I think just to um, just to make a note, there is a lot of heartache in our nation right now. Yeah. There's been a lot of devastation. There's been a lot of tragedy. Um, lots of death. I mean, it seems like it's everywhere just it's tonight. It's everywhere. You know, the fires in California. I was just texting friends of mine that live in California saying, are you guys okay? Yeah. Yeah. So scary. Yeah. With the fires and the hurricanes and the shootings Mm -hmm. and, you know, the the people of Las Vegas. And yet that affected probably almost every city in our nation. Yeah. I mean, everyone is touched. Everyone is touched by one of these tragedies in some way. Yeah. Um, So I think just to say, yes, while we talk about like, hey, you need to find joy and you need to dance, you know, and Mm -hmm. um, to know that there are seasons of deep grief and there are seasons of not trying to sweep things under under the rug but but letting yourself deal with it and you know as we've walked through some of that with some very close people in our life just watching as they've walked with so much grace Mm -hmm. but also being very real about where they're at with things um so just know that like our hearts go out to all of those people that are hurting and who have lost and who are feeling like their world has crumbled yes um and you know what? Rightly so, yeah. that you feel that way. Yes. But we believe so much in the hope of Jesus. Mm-hmm. And our greatest desire through this podcast would be that you would hear the hope that comes with the name of Jesus. Yeah. And know that if even no other human is able to reach into the heart space that you're feeling, mm-hmm. that he can. Yeah. Because everything you're feeling, he has felt, he has experienced, he's been through. And... Um, he wants to meet you where you're at and he wants you to acknowledge him in the, in the season of life you're in. So just know that we love you. We're praying for you. Um, if you've been affected by one of these tragedies, mm-hmm. please feel free to reach out to us mm-hmm. and share with us your specific prayer requests and needs. Um, yeah, our Instagram is the H&H Hour. Yeah. That's the best place to get a hold of us. You can send us a private message. And yeah. w- we do have people who ask for prayer requests. Yeah. Um, and we pray. Yeah, we, we do. do. We, when we get them in, we pray fervently yeah. for those prayer requests. And we would love to pray for you and yeah. help in any way that we can to lift your spirits and, yeah. and be that encouragement to you. Yeah. So if you're feeling hopeless, just know that even in the worst situations, Jesus really can breathe life and hope into the worst of situations. I've seen him do it even recently. So, Well, thank you for listening. We hope that you have a great rest of the week. Mm -hmm. Um, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. And then we'll Mm -hmm. be back on Tuesday with an awesome guest that you're going to love. Have a great week. We'll talk to you next time.